my gorgeous listeners and thanks for tuning in to another episode of the glow west podcast where we chat all about the wonderful world of sex sexuality and the body as usual i'm your host dr caroline west and i'm always delighted to be part of the tortoise shack network where you can find tons of content on politics culture society and of course me with the sex podcast if you like what we do please do consider supporting us at patreon.com forward slash tortoise shack help keep the mics up and running or if you like please pop over to apple and spotify to rate and review if you want to get in touch the Instagram and Twitter is at Glow West Podcast. So today we were talking about something that I'm very squeamish about, and usually I'm not squeamish about most things, but this is one um, that I'm squeamish but curious about at the same time. And that is a topic of clip piercings. And it's weird that I'm squeamish about this, but I just... Yeah, I'll get into it anyway as well. Um, but I have the perfect guest today to talk to me about this because she has one, um, which is fantastic. So Hannah Davis is a 21-year-old sex educator living in Newcastle upon Tyne in the UK. Hannah's work has led her to be featured on the BBC News, called a top shagger on the radio. And she's also a major advocate for all things sexual and reproductive health from her work about PCOS to everything you wanted to ask about anal. And people do have lots of questions about anal so Hannah thanks Emil for joining me how are you keeping over in Newcastle yeah doing well fresh out of the shower so uh, I do apologize about my appearance not that anyone else can see <laughs> that's right <fair laughs> yeah doing well how are you doing I'm all good I'm all good I, I'm I'm weirded out because like I can like I have loads of tattoos I can handle the pain jewelry is something I have weird issues about I think I remember looking up there is a term for it because I don't like like metal on my skin so like there is a phobia about that whatever it is um I think it's probably stemming back my mom pursed my ears when I was a kid and I didn't want them to and I was like oh this is just horrendous so to have a clear piercing I'm like oh my god I don't know if I could deal like even a tongue piercing I'm like I don't I can't kiss anyone with a tongue piercing because I'm just like there's just a bit of metal I can't yeah I'm weird weird about things I don't judge people for like the weirdest sex things but for metal I'm like oh it's squeamish so you went well you have a tongue piercing as well right yeah I do okay it so goes you, in the dark oh okay extra fancy extra fancy <laughs> okay well how well let's go to the start well first of all before we get into the clip piercing tell me about the top shagger thing because that sounds amazing so you are like an official top shagger according to the radio um, well, it kind of started out as a joke between my friends and I, um, because I've got friends who aren't quite as uh, sexually active, we'll say, as myself. So as sort of like an ironic thing, I think it originates from Geordie Shaw, where they'd be like, oh, top shagger, Scotty T or whoever. Um, <laughs> and so I called my friend a top shagger. And then she was like, well, really, you're the top shagger. Um, and then I just I put it in my bio on Instagram as a joke and no one questioned me on it. No one called me out said anything so I was like right well that's fucking saying there isn't it <laughs> that's so, official um, now yeah and then <laughs> I didn't think that the person it was on BBC Radio Nottingham I was doing an interview about sex positivity and everything like that and I didn't it didn't occur to me that they would directly take my bio from Instagram so there was a tweet from BBC Radio Nottingham about and it's just like oh top shagger Hannah Davies and I was like <laughs> <laughs> you're really and then she said it like three times on the radio and I was like you're really like BBC official top shagger and I was like so I mean that I would probably call that one of the highlights of my sexual health and education career that Absolutely. is awesome like yeah you should make that your ringtone if you ever have your ringtone on loud which I don't but um yeah because <laughs> that imagine walking through Tesco and it's going Hannah Davis top shagger there we go <laughs> 
I feel like my mum might not appreciate that in the same way I can't lie <laughs> yeah yeah that's fair enough or like people on the bus or something yeah okay that's fair enough but that's that's a deadly like thing to have like that's incredible so at least yeah your your shagging skills have been recognized by an international news station so you're off to a good start and you're only 21 as well so like maybe by the time you're 30 you're going to be like shagger extraordinaire or something well the plan is to get to the shag olympics and uh, represent team gb for that um, so I, I am nice. I am getting there and it was nice to have my shagging skills recognised. It's a momentous occasion for everybody involved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Happy days, happy days. Okay, let's get to the screaming stuff. I can't put it off any longer. Um, okay, so you have, wait, do, so what do you have? You have a tongue piercing and obviously you have your clear pierce. Do you have any other piercings? So I've got nine piercings in total. Wow. Uh, both my lobes, nose, tongue, both nipples. Two belly button ones and uh, my clit down as well. Okay, so did you start from the top and work your way down? Uh, yes, yeah, so I got my ears done when I was 13. And then for my 16th, I got my belly button done. Uh, when I was about 17, I got my nose and tongue done at the same time. Then then I got my second belly button done. Oh, I say, it sounds weird saying second belly button. Yeah, you I don't have two have belly, belly buttons. Belly <laughs> <laughs> um, and then... For my 18th, my, this is so bad. My Nana gave me some money um, as like a birthday present. You know, you know, treat yourself to it. And that money went straight on a clip piercing. Um, so oh does she know? Uh, or do you know what? I think it was better that we didn't tell her. <laughs> yeah. I feel like she would have, yeah, she might have taken it out. So <laughs> kept that one firmly under wraps. Fair um, enough, but that's fair actually enough. the last piercing I've had is okay. my clip done. Wow. Okay. Well, you might run out of spaces then. So yeah. yeah that kind of, <laughs> wait, you don't have your eyebrow pierced or that's a very 90s thing now. I don't think I've got the eyebrows for it. I've okay. got my, dad, my dad's eyebrows and I think they just need to be as they are. Um, yeah. No, I thought about enough. other nose ones, but I can't be asked right now, to be honest. Yeah. No, we, we have enough going on there. So, so what, <laughs> like, where, like the rest of them, you know, are pretty socially acceptable, but like a clear piercing is something that a lot of people don't talk about. Like there's probably thousands of people who have them, but they don't really, you know, we don't have like facts and figures a lot of the time on that. So how did you think this is what I really want to do? Well, it all started when <laughs> uh, how old was I? I think I was like 13, 14 and I was watching a lesbian porno and one of the girls in it had a clip piercing and like 13 year old me was like that is that is wow that I it was a sexual awakening of some sorts I really was sat there and I was like didn't even know you could do that right that's it when I turn 18 I'm gonna get one and that remained a very firm thought throughout up until I turned 18 and I was like right um and I know there are some sort of like laws on FGM and it, it is considered uh, I don't know if it internationally is, but in the UK it is considered FGM. Uh, okay. Not stage four, group four, I think it is. Um, so I did have to be a bit like very sure that I was wanting this and finding somewhere that was reputable for it because lots of places would be like, no, we can't do that. Okay. Because of like the it passing as FGM. Um, but I did find somewhere and went in with my best mate I went to visit her at uni and I was like you know what there is a piercing studio near you that does clip piercings let's treat ourselves um off we went to the piercing shop went in and I was like can I get a 
And he was like, a clip piercing. <laughs> and I was like, yes. Went into this really like medical, think like, what's the musical called? What's the musical where he turns around into pies and eats them? Uh, Sweeney Todd? Was that something? Yes, pies? that's it. Okay. Sweeney Todd. Total guess. Okay. Um, it was very, it was like just this really big medical room with a chair in it with like leg stirrups and all very white. And I was like, like a, a bit... gyno office or something. Yeah. Um, but with a bit more, a bit more needles, I guess. Yeah. So when I was sat there and I was like, right, okay, I'm like, this is what I want. And he was like, right, okay, let me just take a look. All right, here we go. Three times. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Like with all my other piercings, they've had to like get the antibacterial wipes out, everything like that. And I was like, you've just drawn a dot and that's it. Like, where, where is the antibac going on here? And he was like, there is nothing I can put on your vulva that would be more clean than itself. So we don't do that. And also because it can cause irritation, especially like such a sensitive area. And I was a bit like, okay. Um, and he said to me, he was like, right, I'm going to put my elbows in between your knees. To stop your legs pushing in. I was a bit last, like, but weird thing to do. Like, it's very yeah, I, intimate, like you like straight yeah. in there. I was like, well, I mean, you're the expert. I'm sure if you know to put your elbows in my knees, then you do that. Then sat there and I was like, sorry, I'm just, I'm just having a bit of a, bit of a panic. I think I've had so many piercings and they really hurt. And I wouldn't call myself phobic of needles, but I, I do have a strong association between needles and pain. Um, so I sat there and I was like, okay, oh, can, can you just give me a moment just to, you know. <sighs> And I was literally just like sat there breathing. And then next thing I know, there's this God almighty pain in my clip. But like for half a second, I literally was like, Jesus fucking Christ. My friend's like, what did he do? And my legs had gone, tried to snap shut at this man, shoving a needle through my clip or hood. Um, and I was like, you just pierced me. My friend was like, oh my God. He was like, right. And I'm just going to put the bar in. You know, sit there like, how are we, man? Like, just, come on. Gentle. Gentle. <laughs> Um, gave me a bag of rock salt and was like, just sort of keep it clean, um, like with water rather than any kind of like saline or anything. Um, sent me on my way and then there we are. Oh my God. I'm like clenching so hard right now. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to break my chair. Oh my God. That is my worst nightmare. Like that's Okay, well, first of all, I have a tech question to ask because, like, mm -hmm. a clitoris is usually kind of like you know slippy and wet a little bit. Like, how did he put a dot on it? Is that like a full-on permanent marker? Like, is that like you know? Because it's like very like it's wet skin yeah. kind of. It's not like your arm. Like, I don't know. Um, that's a very technical question. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know. So we put like a uh, like a catching tube, I guess, under the hood so that the needle didn't actually go like into my clip oh okay um okay. so i assume he just sort of i don't know tried to wear a tissue figured out something okay, okay at least that sort of got like a bit of support you know like how you put your thumb behind an ear if you draw the dot like with the body yeah, markers. yeah. okay okay uh, okay i wasn't really looking i was just sort of like <laughs> reflecting <laughs> on my behavior and just like is this what i want well i'm here now oh god okay oh and then so, <laughs> so you put it you went for a bar because you can get rings as well right yeah um, I found a bar is it's just more comfortable because a ring, if it catches on something, it can really pull. Yeah. Whereas like the bars, they move more so that they don't pull quite in the same way. That's um, what freaks like, me out. Yeah. The, the anatomically, it, anatomically, it works a bit better for me. I found like the rings were just rubbing all the wrong places and it was causing me to be a little bit like 
overstimulated all the time. So I was just feeling really, I was just feeling really sore. And mm. a bar works a lot better for me. And also because I've got my belly button pierced, I can sort of use the bars interchangeably. Okay. Okay. That's kind of handy. I mean, yeah, two for the price of one. Then, I <laughs> so, um, yeah. So yours is, yours is a vertical one. Yeah. Okay. And what's, so horizontal, so you, vertical, you're going down, horizontal, you're going across. So is there like much of a difference? Like, did you choose which way to go or does it make a difference? Um, I chose vertically, um, cause I just felt like it would work a bit better and, I think the skin would be a bit thicker if you do it horizontally. I'm not 100% on that. Don't beef me if I'm not. Yeah. It makes um, sense, I think. So, yeah. Yeah. And I, just, okay. I didn't think it would work as well for me. Like, at least with it vertically, it's sort of like, it's more, more decorative and it doesn't get in the way of anything else. Whereas I think horizontally, it might catch on other things. And mm. I don't know, it just didn't appeal to me in the same way. It wasn't what the girl in the porn I had. So. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So when you answer those questions there, who's your role model growing up? You're like this girl in a porn with a clipper saying. Yeah. That's <laughs> like your main thing. <laughs> God. Okay. And then how long did it take to heal then? Uh I think it was about two weeks. So that's not bad. As far as piercings go, the healing process was really, really easy. Um, I mean, it aches a little bit afterwards because like the bar is heavy compared to like nothing um and yeah I just sort of cleaned it with water daily um didn't fiddle with it didn't let anybody near it and then two weeks later it was good as gold okay fab so like that that's the question we all need to ask after we get a clear person how long can you put it into action or how long until you could put it into action should I say yeah literally I remember being on a date about two weeks later and I was like oh yeah I got my clip here about two weeks ago it takes two weeks to heal I sort of did the maths and I was like, oh, oh, here we go. Um, yeah, about two weeks later. Um, it took a little bit of time to work out how to use it, like in terms of like having a wank or anything, because it you do have to account for it. Mm. And it like which sounds really obvious, like, oh, there is a piece of metal in your clip. Not every sex toy will work for you. And it like I find, especially with ones, because they'll put pressure on the whole bar and push it downwards they can be a bit um or just uncomfortable more yeah, than anything yeah. um, okay but learning relearning how to sort of like get myself off and what I want other people to do to me once I had it was a lot of fun I mean that's like it's good homework anyway for anything but like that's a really you know important part of our sexual development is like learning what works for us and you had like mm-hmm. a very specific reason to to relearn everything so that's like that sounds really good. Like it brings you closer to your body in that sense. Yeah, definitely. Um, it, it's it's taken a long time. I think I like I never was one for particularly getting off from like things like oral. Um, and I am still yet to have someone get me off with oral whilst I've had my clip pierced. I mean, I'm uh, this June will be four years since I got it done. Um, and still no one's made that happen, but you know, we're not talking about it in that sense. Uh, but fingering wise, I had someone do it uh, earlier this year, I think, or last year, I guess. And they, it was much better for them to have like a finger either side rather than trying to like rub it on top. And once he sort of did that and I worked it out and I was like, it's really, why have I never thought of that? Like, <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, it makes sense, but um, yeah, that's, well, that's a whole, I mean, like the stereotype of, you know, cis men not being able to find clitorises. I mean, is that not just a, a massive red button of like, here it is, like, is, but the, that's not really the case in real life, right? Oh, you'd like to believe so, wouldn't you? You'd love to believe that me having a piece of blue sparkly metal through the clitoral hood would be a big indicator that it's like, ah, oh, you cannot... You cannot miss it, and yet they still do. So um, I think we just have to accept that men are just never going to find the clip. Like I, like I, one step away from getting a tattoo on it and being like, "Yeah, look for the blue sparkly bit." Right? Yeah. that's where you're aiming. You can't miss it. Um, like a home and beacon, beacon like. Yeah, exactly. It's like you just if you shine a light on it, it will shine back at you. Like. You can't not see it. <laughs> oh my god, that's you should get a tattoo on like where your pubic mound is and go. It's here. Follow the blue sparkly thing, and then yeah, <laughs> see how that goes. Oh my god. So you were saying that like the ones don't work for you really, but like what about like the air stimulator ones, like the womanizer or the satisfier, those kind of air suction vibrators that are specifically for the clitoris. I uh, got one. September October time and I was very apprehensive about it because I've heard like a mixture of things and I was a bit like is this just gonna pull the bar in the wrong way is it just gonna be really horrific am I gonna hate this and I went into using it under the impression that I probably wasn't gonna like it uh I was incorrect I it sounds really weird but if I put the like suction bit on the top ball then it will move the bottom ball in a way that works that will go like right directly against my clit um and it is phenomenal um sometimes i just have to move my piercing out of the way and i'll like just chuck it on but for the most part actually it's been really good um i, I mean those choices are a game changer in themselves but yeah. i really they are clitor clit piercing approved <laughs> fabulous yeah because even like the size consideration of like because the 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 holes in those aren't they're not huge like because obviously mm. the clitoris isn't huge all the time but like if you've got a big piercing maybe it might impact like how you can actually get that around it that's yeah maybe the rings might not work as much then no um yeah. because i feel like that would just pull the rings just don't seem as effective to they're hot don't get me wrong and visually they're very appealing but i think from an aesthetic sense uh, sorry a pleasure sense and just not and also because the rings come up at my, uh, like a sharper well, sharper angle it's still a circle um but you know like a like a belly bar is banana shaped whereas a ring is a circle yeah so it comes yeah. up faster so it doesn't quite get your clit in the right way uh, whereas yeah, okay, the bar, okay. because of the softer angle it'll be yeah like directly on it and maybe easier to control if it's like harder, whereas the ring is going to flop up and yeah. down maybe and stuff. So, oh, okay, okay. And you can't, so you, your, yours is the clitoral hood that's pierced, mm-hmm. but can you get your actual clitoris pierced? I, I mean, I'm pretty sure that's a thing as well, or? I'm sure know. you must be able to. Yeah. Um, but you know what, that, that, that one piercing was enough for me. I've not been particularly yeah. keen on getting any other genital piercings and a, no lady piercings. Hurt. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> I saw someone before and she had she had so many labia persons. Like I couldn't even count them all. It was like maybe like 10 on each side or something. It was so and I was like, just it just looks really jangly. Like it just looks like uncomfortable because it feels like you have to 
Like sure, you'd feel that all the time, I feel, but maybe like obviously she liked it because it was obviously working for her. But um, I just felt like, God, that's like a lot of extra stuff to carry, kind of carry around in your pants, so to speak. So, yeah. So no 10 labia persons on the way? Um, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and, and what about when you go for things like your smear tests and stuff like that? Like, is it mentioned or is, are people saying, oh, my God, you, like, you know, or I even ask you, hey, how'd you get that? I might get one myself. <laughs> Um, I normally mention it just so that they know it was like fully consensual um, and then you know just to sort of get rid of any potential legal issues and I'm like, oh just so you know like I did pay for my clip piercing like I, I signed a consent form and I gave them 50 quid uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, not any major comments um, some have said it looks pretty uh, I got into one discussion actually because I was going for a checkup and I was like, oh just so you know like I've got a pierce like consented it was fine and she was like oh to be honest I'm not bothered because you know you wouldn't be you're not allowed to get a clip piercing but you can get labioplasty and like the sort of contrast between those even though they're both cosmetic one of them's illegal one's not and I understand why it might be illegal but also like I, I did <laughs> I could not have consented more to be honest like I filled out a whole form to say that I'd you know eaten that day and everything like that um, but no they're just, just something else for them to look at really yeah okay 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 that's kind of good yeah that's not like judged or anything like that because remember mm. like you still see places online they're like you can't get a job if you have a tattoo and now we're at like tattoos all over and clear clip piercings and stuff like this and it's just like and just way more common mm. than we think it's just like normal in our society so yeah we were thing and would you recommend it do you think like you know everyone should run out and get their clip pierced not me though I can't I can't I can't do it <laughs> I can't even wear like a necklace for that long so ugh. uh do you know what? I would say yes uh for no other reason like my favorite thing about having a clip piercing is not the piercing itself it's telling people and like it's so if I'm really like wanting to flirt with someone and they're like oh I like your piercings and I'm like oh you should see my other ones and they're like Hmm, what other ones have you got? And just like also the shock on people's faces. I'm like, oh yeah, I've got my clip pierced. And they're like, you fucking what? Um, and I just I love it for the drama. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me wrong, the pleasure sense of it is fantastic as well. But just being able to tell people. Yeah. Cool. That makes sense. And has anyone ever said, Oh, that's not for me? I can't I can't go down on you or whatever, because you have that. Because that, that would unfortunately be me, I think. Oh. Uh not as of yet. I think most people are just curious. Um I had someone who went down on me and I don't I'm still unsure how they managed to do this. They managed to unscrew the bar. <gasps> so they'd sort of gone down on me and then they stopped and I was like looking down and they just spat the bar into their hands and they were like, I think this is yours. Oh, oh. My God. You might actually be correct on that one. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's um, no, I've not had anyone be like, yeah, most people are just curious. Most people, even if they didn't intend to sleep with me, they're like, yeah, but I just want to see it. I, I'm not even trying to go down on you. I just want to see what it looks like. Well. You should, they, do you have like a photo on your phone of it and be like, here you go? Like, you just whip it out at a pub or something, just be like, this is, this is my claim to fame. Uh, I don't because I'm like, well, I'll just leave it to your imagination or come see for yourself. I mean, we'll go to the toilet. Go. I'll show <laughs> <Yeah>. you. <laughs> 
That's, I mean, that's an icebreaker for sure for, yeah, for a lot. And then like, like even from hygiene reasons, I know that you have to clean piercings and stuff on a somewhat regular basis and stuff. So how does that work? Because obviously the vagina is a self-lubricating thing and vulva is very sensitive skin. So how, how does that work in keeping clean? Do you need to do anything specific or um, is it just a shower scrub or something? Um. It doesn't, like, I know with my nipple piercings, they can get a bit gunky sometimes. Never found that with my clip piercing. Uh, Just when I'm in the shower, I make sure to sort of definitely clean the area. And I know very quickly if I'm cleaning the area because I'm going to be having a pretty good time. Um, But no, it's just just general water. I try not to use anything, like, at most if I feel like I'm really, really gunky or, like, if I've been on my period and I'm like, I just want to, you know, sort of, like, clean a bit more. I'll use like a simple face wash because I'm like, if it can go on my face, if it can get in my eyes and not sting, it's probably going to be okay for down there. Um, but aside from that, no, not really. Just, okay. just a bit of water. Perfect. Perfect. That's good for like the low maintenance queens upon us. Mm. Then we don't have to do a whole lot of work. And then do you think, so you have a, what you said coming up four years now. Yeah. Do you think it's changed over time? Like, do you think like you'd expect to get more sensitive or less sensitive or um, does it make no difference at all? Um, I think it kind of depends on the situation. I definitely, but this might be like hormone related. I've definitely noticed some changes down there in terms of like, I think things might be getting a little bit bigger. Um, I have put this down to my testosterone levels because I know that they can sort of influence that. Um, normally I can't deal with like direct clitoral stimulation like it's got to be on the hood or around it but I feel like with the bar I can cope with that like that is a much a lot soft is probably the wrong word because it's metal but softer than like a finger (laughs) yeah yeah or someone's tongue um it does make I do think it does make it more sensitive and also because it's just like the bar rubs on it as well as like the balls at the end so there's just sort of more sensitivity that can occur like there is more pleasure that can occur because there's more contact oh she's falling that's so great (laughs) (laughs) so no regrets then no absolutely not okay perfect so for someone who's thinking about doing it after listening to this and is going oh you know I might I might that might work for me what what's your advice for someone to um make sure that they get it and it's done properly um well, first and foremost, research your piercer. As with any, you know, tattoos, piercing, the lot, always research and make sure it's like a good person. Uh, when I spoke to the guy who had done mine, he was like, oh, this is like the fifth one I've done this day. So I was like, he could, he may well have been lying, but also he, he seemed to know what he was doing. Um, I would also, I did a lot of research or tried to do a lot of research going into this because I was like I don't know if it'll make me more sensitive or less sensitive or I had no idea um so I I did a little bit of a a Wikipedia search and it was like oh Christina Aguilera had her clip piercing in 2004 and that's about the extent of the page and I was like well that offers me literally nothing um and I really didn't find that much research about it um you know, it was like, oh, famous celebs that had their clip pierced. And it was like, Christina Aguilera, that's it. And I'm like, surely, surely there must be more than one person. Surely Christina Aguilera is not the only person in this <laughs> yeah. whole 
Christina Ag and the person I saw in the porno, they can't be the only people <laughs> yeah. in the world with a clip piercing. Um, but I know there is at least four of us. There is myself and uh, Lizzo as well, allegedly just got her clip pierced. I'm not saying I influenced that, but... <laughs> maybe, maybe. Maybe she heard you on the radio and exactly. said, you know what, that's, that's for me. I'm going to do that. I was like, why wouldn't I listen to a top shagger? Exactly. So I mean, Lizzo was smart. So yeah. <laughs> That, that kind of works. Besties. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, just, just research piercer. Um, and also it's a very quick healing piercing if you take it out. So if you really don't like it, it's not a pr- I mean, I if I left it overnight, like if it fell out during the night and I left it for a day or so, I would need to get it repierced. Oh, okay. I totally oh. didn't even think of, of that part. Oh, that's like, that's super high maintenance of like, you got to make sure you are minding that very well then. Because I'm sure you don't want to go through that again. Uh, no, I don't. But it's if the bar falls out, you will know very, very quickly. Uh, it's not a comfortable feeling because obviously they've got like screw tops. So the screws, uh, it's not, you'll know, you know within literally seconds of it happening. Um the only times I've really had it have, happen is when being eaten out and obviously the person has it in their mouth, so they'll give it back to me uh, or in the shower, which again, it's as long as you screw the balls on tightly, it is fine. Um, but if you if it does fall out, you do need to be pretty prompt about getting it back in. Um, but if you didn't want it, if you, you know, three months down the line, we're like, you know, I'll have my fun. I think I'm done with this. It's not like a long healing process. Okay, that's kind of handy to know that, yeah, it'll kind of close over and stuff like that if, if it's not your thing. So, okay, that's that's kind of fun. So maybe, yeah, not, maybe not not something like to just try for the laugh, but if that's what you're doing, at least there's no long-term kind of consequences and stuff like that. So, okay, brilliant. I'm I'm still not going to get one, um, <laughs> but, like, I'm not, but I'm not going to get like any other piercings anyway. So fair play to you for being much braver than I am. So there is a name for it. I forget. It's something phobia, not trichophobia. I think that's a hair thing. I don't know. But yeah, something like jewelry on your skin. That's my thing. So um, sure, we all have to have a thing, I suppose. So um, that's fab. Um, where can people find you if they want to find out more about your work? You're doing awesome sex education stuff. Uh, my Instagram is Hannah got the underscore D uh, underscore as in the character, not the word. Um, and I am also on Twitter with the same name as well. Perfect, perfect. And long may you last on Instagram anyway, before you get very, very strict. Um, and you also talk a lot about your experiences with PCOS as well. You've got some awesome videos up there because um, you, you was, was it your anniversary of being diagnosed recently? Yeah, on the 28th. It was a year since my diagnosis. Okay, perfect. So it's great to see because obviously that's something that is more common than people think and people struggle in silence with that for a good while. So, you know, I'm really glad that people like you being awesome are, you know, smashing that stigma and that silence because it's it's great to have that kind of support. So thank you so much for chatting with me today and um, yeah, best of luck to your clitoris going forward. <laughs> thanks for talking about it for the past, you know, 40 odd minutes. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. Um, we will have many, many adventures that I will tell you about. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. Thanks, Emil. Uh, and thanks all to my listeners as well. Um, if you want to reach out about the podcast again, it's at Glow West Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. And I'll chat to you next time.